Hello there pageant people, welcome back to another episode of the Sparkles and Rhinestones pageant podcast hosted by me, Hannah Golding, founder of Sparkles and Rhinestones and currently up to my eyeballs in lots of scheduling and planning for the week of May um, because as a pageant contestant I'm competing in the UK's National Ms final as the first Ms Wiltshire. Uh, and I am planning what I'm going to do for May because May is Mental Health Awareness Month in America, but there's also a Mental Health Awareness Week. Um, on the tenth, it starts tenth to the sixteenth, and usually it's usually it's the weekend. It's the week of my birthday, but it's fallen a week earlier. Uh, because my birthday is the nineteenth. If anyone is wondering, I'm a Taurus. Uh, <laughs> that Taurus stubborn energy, which has allowed me to uh, still continue to to train, to plan, even through this, the pain of the operation. <laughs> um, but I digress. So speaking of uh, creating content, that's what today's um podcast is going to be all about short and sweet as far as I can tell but of course I will say that and I could still be talking 10-15 minutes later um but we're going to be talking about creating pageant content so creating content for your social media pages um for your interviews that you can talk about and yeah just generally pageant content so if you have the ultimate pageant handbook there's actually actually, <laughs> I can't get my words out right today, there's actually a section um, about this in the handbook, so it's on page 136 onwards, and it talks about the stuff that we're going to talk to you about today. Um, so, first of all, having a dedicated day to your platform is a great way of starting with your um, pageant content. Um, before anything, it's great to have an additional page, whether this is a um, Instagram or Facebook or even a TikTok, if that's how you want to um, go for your audience. Um, yeah, there's loads of ways you can do it, but having that page... Um, we've always talked about, if you haven't listened to any of the other podcasts um, or any videos that Sparks and Rhinestones do, when we talk about having a pageant page, it's always good to separate it um, and have a neutral name. So don't use, on Instagram you can, because Instagram is easier to change, um, where you can change the user handle. Um, but for uh, Facebook, it's very hard to change, so keep it neutral. Uh, like my page is Hannah Gordon Beauty Queen. People have their name and then pageant journey or um just a name. Uh, so it's just another page, and then that means that with every pageant you compete in, you're not having to worry about changing the name. But also, if you are winning, you're going from a finalist to national or international title. So you want to make sure that the page is accessible and you're not having to still post from your regional title because you know you've upgraded it you've got the crown sash like <laughs> you want to be able to yeah share it so <laughs> before anything yep have that page and then we think about content because of course an active page can be active and it doesn't mean you have to be on 
uh, Facebook and Instagram every single day. There are scheduling tools that can help you with that. Um, but it's good to have an interactive page. So what sort of pageant content can you put out? Now, before we go into anything, um, some of the sessions, some of the training sessions I've had today have got me thinking about this because, and it comes from a post we actually posted out a week or so ago, a couple of weeks now about saying you don't need to join in every social media campaign. And one of my clients asked me, should I be posting loads? Like, will it go against me if I don't post loads? And these things won't go against you. It's depends on the requirements of the judging system of the pageant because there are some pageants that just judge on your online presence they don't have an interview they just look at your social media pages and and do that um so you won't get judged down for it and don't feel like you have to post stuff just because of the art of posting the same i say this all the time as well you have to enjoy your pageant journey you have to enjoy everything you're doing and if you feel like you have to post stuff and you're not really feeling the passion like the posts are just going to sound really boring same old same old um you know you don't have to keep posting just because at the moment I've taken a break um from posting the social medias of yummy and yummy and it's on my list to start sketching it again but I've just been really unmotivated um with the operation coming up and sourcing and finding appearance photos and, and you know arranging to get people with the right colors because of course arranging not just the european queens but the international queens that's a lot of queens to organize um so like this past month i've just been focused on sparks and rhinestones on focused on making sure that the interview masterclass was up and running and yeah making sure that everything was you know great um so going off from that you don't have to post something just because you feel like you have to it needs to have meaning um so the same goes for some people who post too much sometimes and they're posting quotes all the time um and tagging everyone and sometimes like the create the post is great um but is it needed that's what sometimes you have to think is it needed but saying that of course i post quotes all the time from the sparks and rhinestones instagram account and on the page is meant to be motivated and inspiring so it depends on where that inspiring message is coming from um but going on to creating pageant content now so having a dedicated day um to promote your platform so for example i have um mental health mondays which i haven't done in a while but it's you know restarting i've got lots of things in the pipeline <laughs> couple of months off and back on it um but you know you could have platform tuesdays self-care saturdays um you know something that relates to your platform um you know caring wednesdays i can't think of any ones for fridays like fun fridays <laughs> it depends on like what your platform is about um not everything is going to be the same, like with the Saturdays or Sundays. If the, if the S applies, you know, then that's fine. But it doesn't have to rhyme. It doesn't have to be the same thing. It's just something that you can catch raise that is about your platform. And having a platform day means you can share um, 
you can share statistics about your platform you can share things that you actively do to help promote your platform um you can share studies you can share petitions um videos stories and not just your own stories but for example um with people who have cancer as their platform you can share stories of people who've gone through the particular um the particular journey of you know going through the treatment diagnosis things like that what to look out for um there's loads of ways you can utilize that so when it does come to your interview and they ask what have you been doing on social media you can straight away say that you have a dedicated day to your platform where you share all of this stuff and you're educating other people about your platform so that's just a little thought on there um so the second one we go on create video content so it depends on whether you want to create a youtube channel and go down that route um once again with tiktoks tiktoks are all video based uh instagrams you have instagram reels now um or just upload them straight to um facebook when i say video content i truly encourage all of my clients to do videos um in the lead up to the finals because it helps you shape your answers it helps you get facts out and it also it shows more of you as a person having a a great photo whether it's a headshot a really nice looking photo or sometimes even you know the real selfies the real photos that you have to showcase you know what is actually happening um and how you're feeling but those are words whereas if it actually comes out of your mouth if there's a you know people are more likely to interact with posts where there is a photo or if there's a video if it's just text they're less likely to respond on like Facebook pages and things like that. And of course, Instagram is just photos and videos. So there is a text behind them. But yeah, you want to be showcasing how passionate you are about your causes. And also it's informative. Um, so this is, of course, where you would go on. Am I going to do a one minute video, a three minute video or a five minute video? Am I going to get other people involved in this? And that's, of course, with campaigns. But remember of how long people's attention span is. If you like to talk longer, like myself, <laughs> um, my videos will range. Usually I try and cut them off before the 10 minute mark. Um, unless there's like it's a video that's really informative like with um, Sparks of Rhinestones when we're doing videos and talking about pageant subjects like how I am now. Um, but yes, I try not to keep it too long because attention spans. <laughs> if you do like talking a lot, get yourself a podcast. So have a podcast like how I'm talking to you now and have it for your platform. My platform podcast is Queen Chats and that is exclusively for um for interviews, for pageant interviews that I interview with other queens. Um as well as that though there are times when I just hop on and just chat about mental health and talk about my experiences. The last one I did was talking about um sexual abuse awareness week and talking about my experiences with all of that um but yeah you could have a podcast where you can discuss these things bring in experts bring in 
you know, friends and other pageant queens. They don't even have to be related to the pageant world as long as it relates to the subject that you're talking about. Um, a podcast is a great way. And with all of these things, you can create such great artwork um, for your facts, for your figures, for your podcast, for like video covers in Canva. Like there are probably other apps as well. But honestly, like thank you, Georgia, all those years ago <laughs> for rem- for showing me the ways of Canva that literally now I created so much on that. The fact is like the Sparks and Rainstones like pageant diary was created on that <laughs> all the booklets all the training things training sheets and and everything all done by canva it's brilliant um <laughs> you can create logos as well on there i created the pageant con logo on there I, i've seen other um thing other people have created their logo through canva um because there's a few crown designs on there um Sparkles and Rainstones logo was created by my sister. <laughs> Friends in High Places, um, 2017. I always think, oh yeah, I'll do a rebrand with the logo, but I really like that logo. It means a lot to me and it's, you know, it's like my sister did as well for me. So that logo will stay, but there's loads of other things I've done on Canva. So get yourself to it because you can even create a cute little header for your page. Like, so good, so good. Um, So yeah, video content helps you prepare for interview, helps you get a bit more confident behind the camera as well. Um, well, in front of the camera. <laughs> um, but gets you confident for these situations. For example, if you have an on-stage question in your pageant, this will can really help you as well, get you used to talking about these things in less than a minute. Um, so video content, really good. So the next one I'm going to talk about is uh, throwback pictures so this one depends on how long you have been competing but also if you want to share a little bit more about yourself on your social media so for example with my <laughs> I don't know if people actually look at these with my sparkles and rhinestones grid I had on insta I used to have like the videos and the quotes and they used to line up and I've lately I've been finding it really hard to actually post stuff because I didn't have any videos because I hadn't done video interviews with people for a while. I hadn't done any advice videos because I wanted to start putting them all on YouTube. So I found it really hard. Like I was screen recording some of these podcasts to get that voice up there to advertise. But normally people really watch the videos on Instagram anyway. So I've now started sharing like photos of my pageant journey and it won't just be my pageant journey, of course, with pageant con announcements. There'll be lovely pictures of all the pageant con experts that'll be speaking and sharing, like, my clients um, and their successes and, and things like that. And just sharing, like, the positivity of pageantry, which is what I did. But, yeah, getting to show more of my side, because I've been in pageantry for 11 years now and... I've managed to do some amazing things and get to, you know, take part in really cool things. Um, so sharing that personal side of me from a business account, um, it's actually been really well received. I think I've got more likes on these pictures than on quotes and videos and stuff. Um, so I would I'd highly suggest it if you've been in pageants for a while and you're struggling on 
what to put on your pages. Throwback pictures are always good because sometimes it's nice to reflect and look back and go, wow, I actually wore that for that final. Um, you know, and some people don't even know, like if they followed your journey, they might not have known that you competed internationally. When I share pictures of, of Paris and they're like, oh my goodness, you competed in Paris. I'm like, yeah, that was 2014, a long time ago. Um, because some people only know me from competing in Texas for, for, for why am I in Yemi? Um, so <laughs> it's always nice to share those things. And also sometimes it's nice to reflect on how our fashion has changed, um, and how well the eyebrows have grown back. <laughs> um, but throw that back, throw it back to, even if you haven't been competing that long, um, Especially with COVID, it's been very hard. So you can throw back to certain events before COVID. Like, you know, can't wait to do these again. Highlighting maybe a charity that you fundraised for um, or something that you've done that you're really proud of. Throw it back, girl. Put those pictures on there. Um, it adds something else. Uh, the next one, of course, is joining social media awareness days. So if anyone has my books, whether it's the manual or the handbook, um there are the whole of um whole of the months um in the back of the books uh, i think in the manual it's like in the middle um well we don't sell the manual anymore because we sell the handbook because yeah um as much as i love the manual the handbook has way more information in and um, it's more in-depth look so it wouldn't feel right selling the manual when <laughs> there is a, an upgraded version, should I say, <laughs> of it. Um, but you can easily Google as well. So the dates are for interpretation because sometimes the dates change. Um, of course, obviously, every year dates change as well. So there are some that are official days that will always stay on the same day and there are others that will change. Um but yeah, so you can join in these campaigns, uh, schedule them in advance. As I said, take advantage of a good makeup day, get those photos. So we have May coming up. Um, so for those of you who are listening and may need some inspiration, um, some of the things we have going, um, if you're a mum, we have Maternal Mental Health Month, which is all month. Uh, for teenagers, we have National um, Teen Self-Esteem Month, so great to talk about self-esteem and mental health. Um, Make May Purple, Action on Stroke, that is all month. Um, we already have World Asthma Day is the second, Red Cross Week, Emmy Awareness Week, Death Awareness Week, World Open Cancer Day, so I know a lot of people have already done the teal um, for the month. <laughs> World Cross Day, World Lupus Day, and you'd wear purple for that. Um, now, we have Mental Health Awareness Week. Uh, that is the 10th to the 16th. And the theme for that is nature. So do with it as you will with that. Think of things of how you can do it. Uh, Dimension Awareness Week, uh, National Epilepsy Week, World AIDS Vaccine Day, World Turtle Day, World Hunger Day, World MS Day. There's, there's so many other days as well, like um, World Day for Cultural Diversity for Dialogue and Development. That's on the 21st. Um, Local and Community History Month. That's actually something that I need to start planning because I absolutely 
love the town of Wiltshire, town of Swindon in Wiltshire. Um, there's loads of amazing things. I'll say that now and I probably will forget to write it down. Um, we're always looking and planning and seeing what things you can join in with, what works with you, what works your platform, but also what you feel passionate about. The list that I just said, you're not going to join in every single one of them. If you do, that's amazing. And also, those aren't the only ones. If you look up, like I've only put in ones that I thought would match most people's platforms within pageantry. Um, but if you feel like there are other ones that you might want to do, um, there's so many more months involved. And I said, June's coming up as well. There's so much stuff you can plan so in the business suite for Facebook, which you can connect to your Instagram, um, you can plan up to six months in advance. So think of what you've done. Um, for me, I did all my pictures for um, the thing that I'm launching in May and April. Um, I've edited them like into like posts with a fact sheet. Um, so that'll be fun. <laughs> I always choose to think that is um, like demanding and the thing is with that it's if a couple of people read it that's absolutely fine because it's not about the likes and this is a thing you really need to take away with your page it's not about um how many likes it gets how many shares how many views at the end of the day you might not know it but those posts are making a difference to someone um, I'll always say when I'm talking about a domestic violence post of gaslighting, someone commented and said, oh my goodness, like message and it's like, this explains everything. This explains exactly what happened. And now I know that like, I'm not crazy. It wasn't just me. These posts happen a lot. People will message a lot because they don't want to write it on the main thing, but they will message you. One thing I would talk about, like, um, at the time I recorded this, I posted a, a post on the Sparkles and Rhinestones page um, on the Insta I didn't get too much but on Facebook there was a lot of conversation a lot of shares and it's basically saying you don't need to lose weight for your pageant um, and this is something I 100% stand by you don't need to lose weight never as a judge have I been told that the person who I pick um, as the winner needs to be skinny or slim or slender um, I need to be a certain frame, look a certain way. That's never been so. All the pageants that I've judged, I've never had that. Um, you know, the pageants that I sponsor, I know that that's not one of the criteria. Um, all I know is that they're looking for someone who will embody everything that the pageant stands for and be a good queen, promote it. That's what, you know, that's what these um pageant directors want and of course if you would like to know more about what pageant directors want we do have the lovely Jan Wiltshire um from Young European International Pageants who will be joining me in a panel on the 22nd at pageant con so if you don't have your pageant con tickets i do suggest you get them they're only five pound and they go to mind um <laughs> but anyways a lot of people were saying were commenting on the post and was like preach you know like it's all about confidence like you should lose weight for you and I said that like in the post it's basically like saying no one tells you to lose weight if you want to lose weight lose weight for you don't lose weight because someone's told you to um because people lose weight for pageants they gain weight for pageants you know as a personal trainer I've helped people lose and gain weight um you know because that's their aim they want to build muscle they want to build 
their frame, they want to build that. And there have been people who want to lose weight or lose dress sizes and lose inches. Um, and you have to do it a healthy way. You can't do it with shakes. Shakes do not work, people. Like, extreme diets do not work. I'm not even going to talk about Slim World or anything like that because I don't want to get into that debate. But <laughs> a calorie deficit is the best way to lose weight. Um, but said so what works for one person what won't for, won't work for another. The same with any sort of coaching, um, any sort of approach to life. Um, everyone is different. We are not one size fits all. Um, but yes, people commented. But there are a lot of messages and a lot of talk about it. Um, in private, that's because not everyone wants to showcase that, not showcase their worries or anxieties or, um, you know, if it's a private thing, they don't want to, they don't want to message about it. So remember that with your posts, they may only get a couple of likes, but people are reading them, people are looking at them, people are taking that information in. Um, so that brings me on to the next one of create your own campaign or drive. So when I say campaign, um, I've heard some people say that campaigns are overrated. Um, like, why do you need another campaign? And it really just hurts me sometimes. Some people think like that because, you know, someone could work really hard in their campaign. They want to put something across. Now, of course, I have stated in other podcast episodes, you need to think about how long, if you're doing a video, how long it's going to be because the attention span of people um personally I wouldn't watch anything more than five minutes like especially if they're like loads of different little clips um kind of split that up and I would have watched all of them um but as I said it depends it depends on the subject as well like what's being discussed if it's a subject I find really interesting I'm gonna watch it all um but if I'm not too interested I'm not gonna watch it it's as simple as that um, but yeah, it disheartens me when people talk about the unimportance of uh, campaigns because that's how us, that's how us pageant girls learn. That's how a lot of people learn about these illnesses and conditions through campaigns. So girl, if you want to do the campaign, do the campaign. I said it before, but yeah, look at that. Uh, think about, once again, how it's going to impact your pageant journey. Do you want to talk about your interview? How are you going to talk about it? What are people getting out of this um campaign you know what is the plan is it platform related is it just a campaign because you want to do a campaign you have to think about all these things through how you're going to explain it to a judge or better yet how are you going to explain it to someone who has no clue about pageants how would you explain your campaign that's the best way of going for it um but also drives like um when i say campaign drives um well, collection drives basically so collection items for homeless like easter eggs for the hospital the hospital do lots of collections all throughout the year so sometimes if you look on your local um hospital website so for here in swindon we have bright futures they have a page and sometimes they say what they're looking for donations of um so like the baby unit is always looking for like new baby grows um like baby socks toys things like that christmas time it's always christmas boxes not just for the young but for the elderly as well um homeless items you can do food bank items sanitary items toys for um refuges um and even if you're looking at like your local clubs there could be um a local children's club that might need toys um 
yeah, there's loads of things. You can create really fun challenges, so exercise challenges, challenges that involve getting messy, challenges that involve, you know, a lot of thought process behind them of, am I really going to do all that many steps? Um, But yeah, like, make sure when you do these, you can then do advertising videos where you record saying these are the items you need to collect, some nice posters, get a lot of people involved. Um, if you are going to do this for people who are like donating money or sending items, they can't get a photo, like if you have an Amazon wish list. So for my um refuge collection, I created certificates. So every time someone donated, they would get a certificate with their name and title and then like the information at the bottom, which was, you know, donated items, donated books to the hashtag Operation Imagination, because that's what I called the Drive um, collection for the refuge. And lastly, if you're really passionate about some of these things, why don't you create, I already said earlier to create your own podcast, but if you'll find that speaking is not your thing, you can also create a blog as well. So with these blogs, you can write about different subjects that you've done, different appearances. When I had a blog a few years ago for pageants, I used to always write, like, every month I would... Well, (laughs) it used to be, like, every two weeks with the amount of appearances I was getting through um, back then. Um, But every month, like, a monthly recap of, you know, the charities you've helped, some of the appearances you've done, some things you've thought about... And if you have a theme, then you can write stuff like that if you want to interview people. Now, I will say this, I will say this, and I will repeat, I will probably repeat this many times to people. There are not enough pageant, like, interview places. So, for people to have an outlet to share their story, to share their um, platform, to share their pageant experience, to share campaigns and things like that um there's not enough of that um I've been asked a few times like is it okay if I start like you know like a an interview um page like I don't want to steal what you're doing I'm like no it's absolutely fine because for me I was inspired by um pageant planet back in 2017 when I started sparkles around students I was inspired with their website that had advice and interviews and, and featured girls they had like a blog. I don't think they did interviews just then. I'm not really sure. But they had a blog. Um, and I was like, great, this is amazing. But it's all US. I want something for the UK. So that's why I started Sparks and Rhinestones. I don't have a website because websites are very expensive to host. Um, I'm very time consuming. <laughs> and I'm not about that life when I have a crazy daughter and so many different projects under this roof right now. Um <laughs> But yes, and from then we have so many more opportunities for people to be interviewed. There are more blogs. We have amazing places like um, Pageant Land who do live interviews and blog posts and podcasts as well. We have Crown and Sashes magazine, which once again has magazine content as well as video interviews. We also have the Pag Mag. Um, which has interviews in as well and there are lots of different pageant magazines of course I write for pageant magazine I'm not sure when they are restarting if they will restart but 
once again that was another outlet and there are lots of different pageant girls i knew my client georgia um she interviewed lots of different queens um during lockdown the youtube channel um and there are other pageant queens that do lives on their instagram and they have their own um like name for it whether it's um i know there's ones for mental health i know there's ones for you know sharing their story there is not enough so if you feel like you have the skills to interview others to be that face where and you have to have those skills you have to have and also listen to feedback as well um because i've been interviewed i've been interviewed by a lot of different people um i love being interviewed um, one of my favourite interviews was with um, Effa and Erin from Chiara Talks and they interview a lot of the younger girls um, so if you're listening and you are a teen um, or junior teen uh, message them and get an interview um, even though obviously they messaged me and I'm like they interviewed me and I'm like 30, 32 this next month um, <laughs> you still have to be confident in the questions that you ask wait till the um, the interviewer, interviewee even, wait till the interviewee has finished their question, listen to what they're saying so you can lead your questions based on their answers um, and kind of have, you know, that funny interaction, you want to make sure that it's still bubbly, it's not too deadpan, especially when talking about serious things as well. You need to know when are the right time for serious questions and when are the right time to ask him when the most embarrassing moment was. <laughs> so if you are passionate about that, have a little side project where you're interviewing them. It's great for your interview skills. Um, it could be it could be a one-off series where you just interview all of your sister queens if you've you know won a crown or all the finalists in your age division or all the people in your pageant system or you know even just in your pageant friendship group it could be that um you want to make sure that um you know that if it's a one-off if you don't have the time to commit to you know regular interviews that doing a one-off is fine because then if you were in your interview you can say um I did a series where I interviewed different pageant queens about, you know, dealing with life in lockdown or, you know, how to help your mental health or like, you know, the highs and lows of pageantry. It, it depends on where you're going with it all. Um, but yes, you can do a blog, a podcast, video interviews, like a series youtube like showcasing um you know what pageantry is like it's up to you what you want to do with that but those are just a few ways that you can create pageant content as well and yeah it's great to share your pageant journey with others so you can share you know sometimes you can just share a post about like oh excited about um planning my fashion wear a picture of you in fashion wear or if you had a coaching session like had another amazing set, amazing, amazing, amazing. <laughs> Don't write that. Spell check will help you out. It won't help me with speaking. <laughs> um, but you know, having an amazing session. Um, with Hannah at Sparkles and Rhinestones. Can't wait for our next session. Um, or just anything. You know, like got my pageant heels. Can't wait to like. You can use this post, use that content. Remember, you don't have to post all the time. You don't have to post all the time. Remember that. Um, but make sure that it's quality posts. It's not just spam. 
you know, <laughs> we don't want to spam your account. We want to make sure there's quality posts, stuff that you'll learn. So whether it's your platform, charity, talking about why you've entered this system, sharing things. Recently, my pageant page, I've shared some of the qualities it takes um, to be a pageant queen. And I had a really good one the other day, but halfway through, my phone decided to kick me out of that page and <laughs> I was too tired to write it all over again because those things really come from the heart when I'm speaking about it and I was like I'm drained of energy already that's it I'm going to bed <laughs> why did my phone do that to me um but you know you can share stuff like that share plans that you would do if you were to win share like your dreams and beliefs um it's your pageant page there the people who follow your pageant page are the ones who support you and love you and want to you know, see you succeed, of course, you're going to have your competition follow you as well, now, a lot of people think, oh my goodness, they're going to be copying me, but at the end of the day, if your post is there first, it's going to be there, you spoke from the heart, if people copy that, it's a very sad thing to do, but you were the original, and people felt inspired to be like you, um, that's what pageant queen does, you inspire others with your actions, so look girl, you're already there, um, <laughs> But yeah, creating pageant content should be simple. And when I say content as well, I'm not just talking about um social media content as in Instagramming. Um, I'm not an influencer. That is not what I do. Uh, <laughs> I'm nowhere near an influencer. Um, you know, so all the pictures and stuff. I love that. I absolutely love how creative you girls are with that. I'm just very lazy <laughs> with it. I have my tripod in my bedroom with my ring light. Sometimes it gets taken into the living room for my TikToks. Um, so, yes, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how to give all the information you need for everything you've done in your pageant journey. So if a judge came across your page, they would see everything and see how passionate you are, how turned on with everything that you've done. So you're switched on even the right wording there can be dangerous otherwise <laughs> um but yeah so remember if you don't have the energy schedule some time to do it when you are feeling in the pageant mood uh per se um feeling inspired feeling like yes i'm going to do it schedule some time and schedule out a month's worth um get yourself back in that pageant mojo that's what i'm trying to do with my page for may um but thank you so, so much for listening um, to this podcast. I hope it's made some sense. I feel like sometimes, as I said, look, I said it'd be quick and we're on 38 minutes. Always the way. Um, yeah, thank you guys so, so much for listening. If there's any subjects that you want covered, please let me know because um, I want to be recording a lot more podcasts. As mentioned earlier on in the podcast, pageant content tickets are still available for £5. Just go to the Facebook page and in events, there'll be the Just Giving link there. Once you've made your donation, you'll be added into the PageantCon 2021 private Facebook group because that's where all the videos will be shown. So it won't be shown on our Facebook page. There's no way you can see any of the stuff without being in that group. I mean, if you live with someone who's bought one of the tickets, that's great. <laughs> that's how you can watch it. Um, However... Yeah, no, it's all going to be in the group. Um, 
our May masterclass starts this week and it is sold out. But we do have a couple of spaces left for June. Um, so it is £35, it's four weeks worth of pageant knowledge, um, all about interview, getting you interview ready. Um, so thank you so much for listening and I hope you have an amazing day wherever you are.